Hey, it's Michelle here. What if I told you that I had three science-backed secrets that are guaranteed to improve your energy? No more waking up feeling exhausted, no more brain fog, no more procrastinating, no more burnout. I'm talking about powerful habits that will give you an energy edge. No more relying on all that coffee, all that Coke Zero to get you through the day. I'm talking about learning how to create more energy from the inside out. I want to invite you to the Energy Upgrade, the free online masterclass that I'm hosting live on Tuesday, June 4th at 12 p.m. Eastern. I'm going to give you all the insider strategies to harness the power of your gut brain axis to create more energy from the inside out. I'm going to teach you how I'm able to have the energy to run a law firm, a coaching business, this podcast, pastor a church, and have energy for my family and my home life. I want to teach you all the secrets that I've dialed in around my gut health, nutrition, stress management, the nervous system, and lifestyle habits that are crucial for sustaining high energy and well-being so that we can get stuff done. Let's give you an energy upgrade. Click the link in the show notes to save your seat. It's time to elevate your energy, my friend. I'll see you there. And I know it's not just me, right? Like we all have these glitches. So start anticipating them now. Start creating a plan now and a system now so it's in place and everyone's getting more familiar with it when the school year is in full swing. And as the school year does start, you know, if you notice yourself, you notice some trends in the morning, same place you start getting frustrated, same place your kids are getting frustrated, same area where your kids are struggling and it's causing you to feel delayed or rushed, you know, same place you're feeling frazzled, same thing that's overwhelming you and putting you in the first row of the hot mess express, like do something about it. Now you do not have to be having the same struggle every morning. Welcome back to the motherhood podcast, a live workshop style podcast that is helping thousands of moms redefine their motherhood journey. There was a point in my life when I was trying to do all the things parent, my kids pour into my marriage, run a busy law practice, keep up my home. And what I found was that I was on the fast track to burnout until I discovered a better way. Now I help women just like you to close the gap between their vision of motherhood and what they're actually experiencing in their day-to-day lives. Together, we'll explore when and where to simplify, systemize, and surrender. I promise you, you're already doing so much better than you think. I'm your coach, Michelle Grosser, and this is Motherhood. Welcome to the Motherhood Podcast. I'm your motherhood coach, Michelle Grosser. Thank you for taking the time to be here with me on the pod today. I am so looking forward to this episode. It is back to school season. So whatever that looks like, whatever that means for your family, uh, it's a time for transition, right? And I really love times of transition because they're the perfect opportunity to take a little inventory of our routines and our habits and our mindsets and our practices, right? All of it. And just make some tweaks and changes where we see fit. So typically back to school stuff is all about our kids, right? But since this is the motherhood podcast, we are taking care of you 
mamas. And I thought it would be cool to explore some ideas and some opportunities for how we can better care for us as our kids start a a new school year. So this is all really foundational stuff here today, Um, but just some ideas and thoughts and practices that I use, stuff I actually do um, to make all this work as a mom and a wife and a business owner uh, and all the things that come along with that. So I think this is going to be really helpful for you. Sit down and assess like, where am I lacking, right? Why do I feel like I'm burning the candle at both ends? Where's their opportunity uh, to start something new or maybe recommit to something that I've been neglecting or where can I kind of tweak here and there to be higher functioning or maybe even take into account like, where are you excelling, right? Where Maybe you can maybe become more uh, efficient or you can create some margin for rest, uh, for more quality time with your family, uh, for the things that bring you joy and the things that make you feel alive. So here are my self-care foundational steps. There's three steps. So you can really just start caring for yourself in a new way or maybe in a better way in this season. Uh, But I think we need to have all of these three things in place in order to establish a really holistic self-care system. So the first thing I think we've all got to do as this new school year is upon us is we've really got to reverse engineer our mornings. So we've got to reverse engineer our mornings. We've got to figure out a time management system that works for us for the morning. So if you want a morning routine, a morning exercise routine, whatever, so that you have the time to do it. And if you're trying to do all of it right now without any structure, you know, if you're, it's just that morning chaos and lunches are being thrown together 10 months, 10 months, 10 minutes before you're shoving everyone out the door uh, in the morning. And it's like screaming about, you know, get out of bed and get your shoes on and brush your teeth and where's your uniform and whatever, all this stuff that happens last minute homework, right? Permission slips. And everyone's just going nuts they get out the door and then you're absolutely exhausted by 8 a.m. Like friend, that is not setting you up for a great day, right? That's not setting you up for success. So if you find yourself running around like this all day, you probably already know this. You're just not going to have time to take care of yourself, right? Your needs, your wants, your desires, your joys, those are all going to come last if everything's just kind of haphazard. So it's all really got to start with a good system and a good routine. And so here's what I do uh, to ensure that my time management is kind of spot on in the morning and I can just be the best me, like the healthiest and most fulfilled me. And that makes me the best mom. And that makes me the best wife and the best coach and the best attorney and the best podcaster and business owner and all the things that I can be and want to be when we transition back to going to school. So specifically, I really focus on my before school routine. So this sets the tone for the whole day. And for us, my girls are going to be going to the same school this year. They're four and five now. So hallelujah, praise God, they're in the same school. And last year they were at different schools. We had different drop-off times. Um, which my husband and I were doing the math. And I think that ate up a good like seven to eight hours a week of just like dropping one off, driving to the other school, waiting for that school's drop off time. And then the same thing at pickup. But this year for us is going to be way easier. Just dropping the girls off 
at their school together, which is only like a three minute drive from our house. So I am super excited about that. But regardless of kind of which camp you're in or what your morning commute or drop off situation looks like, we've got to have good morning routines, guys. It's vital. So first, I think the thing you want to do is you really want to set your like hard and fast out time. Like we got to be out the house in car seats, like pulling out of the driveway by whatever time it is for your family, right? And you're going to set it. You should probably involve your partner in this. So you kind of could work together, have the same idea of the time you got to be out the house and you're going to set it and you're not going to push it. Like you're not going to mess with it. You're really going to honor it. And when you're choosing that fast, that hard and fast out time, I want you guys to plan to get out of the house early. So for us, the drop-off window for my kids is between 8.15 and 8.30. And I plan on getting my kids to school on the early end of that window. So my goal is to get them to school at 8.15. So our hard and fast time is to get them out the house by 8 a.m. And I do everything in my power to get them out the door at that time. But as life, life's right, life keeps on lifing. uh, We have tough mornings. We have tough mornings getting out of bed. We have tough mornings deciding what we're going to have for breakfast. We have tough mornings finding our shoes. Um, And if that's the case, then you've given yourself a bit of a window that you can play with and still get to school on time, right? Where I don't have to feel, because I have that margin built in, I don't have to feel that morning rage that comes. And I've been there where we're running late and someone's pulling, you know, their shenanigans and I'm getting frustrated. It's just having this hard and fast out time. And I know that if I do that, I'm not going to be rushed, right? I'm not going to start the day all frazzled and all upset and all irritated and all dysregulated. So then from that hard and fast out time, so for us that 8 a.m. time, I know I have to reverse engineer my morning from that out time. So I know how long it takes my kids to get up. I know how long it takes me to pack their lunches make them breakfast, right? Help them get ready for the day, wash their face, brush their teeth, get dressed, do their hair, pack their book bags, all that stuff. That usually takes me about an hour. So that means that I've got to be done with my stuff, my personal morning routine that feeds into me and is part of my self-love and my self-care. I got to be done with all that stuff by seven so that I can get them ready by eight and we're out by that hard and fast out time. So I know what's got to be done for that, right? I know what my morning routine looks like to set me up feeling the best I can feel um, for a day. And I know how long that takes. It takes me about an hour, especially if I'm working out. So that means that I've got to be out of bed before six so that I have that important time to myself, quiet time where I can center myself before life starts coming at me. And for me, guys, this is a priority. It's a priority that I get quiet time in the morning by myself to pray, to read, to journal, and to exercise to start my day. I've been doing it for years now. It gets my mind right. It gets my soul right. It gets my body right. And that really feeds into everything else. So if this sounds like something you'd be interested in trying, as far as my morning routine goes, um, I actually created a great worksheet for you guys. It's a free PDF. You can download all about my morning routine. And then it kind of has spaces in there 
for you to create your own morning routine and you can modify it, whatever you think would work best for you in this season of life. And if you actually go back to episode one, all the way back to the very start of the motherhood podcast, and you head over to the show notes for that episode, episode one, the free download is there. It walks you through each step of what I believe or what has been for me a really powerful morning routine. So you figure out your hard and fast out time. You you reverse engineer it for the time that it takes to get your kids ready from the moment you tell them time to get up to the moment they get out the door. And then from there, you figure out how much time your morning routine takes and you make sure that you're waking up on time to get all of those things done and start your day off in power. And then the second thing I think I want you to do, or that I think brings the most um, change and sets you up for the best success is you want to fix the glitches, fix the glitches in your morning routine. And these are the little parts of your morning where you're, you find that you're feeling rushed. You find that you're feeling disorganized. You know, you got to feel uh, things around your home or organized before you start this next school year. So if that means taking some time and decluttering this week, like do it. If that means creating some new systems, do it. Like if that means, you know, taking a bowl and putting it by the front door and saying, you know, this is where all the car keys are going to go. So you're not looking for them last minute in this new school year. Do that and stick to it for the next few days, next few weeks until it becomes a habit. You know what it is, right? Whatever you find in the morning that's causing you stress, nip it in the bud now so that you're not overwhelmed in the mornings coming forward by finding these things, losing these things like, where's this? Where's that? Your kid can never find matching socks. You know, make a system for it now. They can't find their shoes. Make a system for it now. You find yourself, I don't know, opening the fridge and you can never figure out what to pack them for lunch or for snacks. Friend, create a weekly lunch plan now. Like print out, you know, a weekly calendar, put it on your fridge, put it on the inside of your cabinet door and fill it out now with lunch ideas and then commit, commit to doing your groceries for the week in one shot on the weekend, right? So that when you open that fridge in this new school season to come and you're making lunches, man, you are ready and you already know exactly what you're packing. You don't even have to think about it. And friends, like this is (laughs) self-care. This is self-care. It's not just the spa days or the pedicures, like these are practices. These are investments to make your life better. This is foundational stuff, friends. Like these routines and these systems, they aren't on the fringe. Like this is vital to your sanity. You're taking better care of yourself when you're taking care of these things. It's non-negotiable. So getting better at this stuff, it's going to free up mental space. It's going to create more time for you. So where do you start? Just think about it. Think about where the rush is. Think about where the struggle is in the morning. You know, is it with the kids getting dressed? Is it that soccer shoe issue I mentioned, right? Is it certain uniforms on certain days that can't be found? Is it, you know, they can never find clean underwear. Last year in our house, we went through this phase where Amory was like super sensitive about how certain socks felt like she just hated how her socks felt on her feet. It was some sort of sensory thing that was going on at that time. And guys, it was like 20 minutes in the morning to get her socks exactly right. So she would actually agree to put a pair of shoes on and get out the house. 
And, um, you know, that was, that was step one, getting, getting socks that she was okay wearing. But then we also had to come up with a system so that she could find those socks easily on her own, find a pair since those are the only ones that she was able to wear. And we weren't scrambling every morning to find those dang socks that she'd be willing to wear to leave the house. And I know it's not just me, right? Like we all have these glitches. So start anticipating them now. Start creating a plan now and a system now so it's in place and everyone's getting more familiar with it when the school year is in full swing. And as the school year does start, you know, if you notice yourself, you notice some trends in the morning, same place you start getting frustrated, same place your kids are getting frustrated, same area where your kids are struggling and it's causing you to feel delayed or rushed, you know, same place you're feeling frazzled, same thing that's overwhelming you and putting you in the first row of the hot mess express, like do something about it. Now you do not have to be having the same struggle every morning. And then third is you really got to nourish yourself, nourish yourself. And this is for you, not your kiddos. So the first and maybe most obvious thing is like, what are you putting in your body in the morning? Are you hitting your macros, right? Are you nourishing your body with healthy choices that make you feel good and that are fueling you efficiently? Are you drinking enough water? Like I can't tell you how many of my clients just start eating more and drinking more water and find that they have more energy. Like this is basic foundational stuff that makes such a difference, but it's stuff that we can let slip if we're not being intentional about it. And it really affects everything, guys. It affects our energy. It affects our thoughts. It affects our mood, our productivity, right? Our window of tolerance. So just start replacing one thing at a time. Don't worry about getting your husband on board. Don't even worry right now about getting your kids on board. Like just worry about you. Make yourself breakfast. Do you know what you're eating and drinking, right? How much of it is processed? How much of it is chemical? Like, are you even eating enough? Are you getting enough protein? Do you eat breakfast? And then second, you got to move your body. You got to move your body. And if you don't have any exercise routine right now, and this sounds really overwhelming to you, my encouragement to you is remove the expectation, remove it. Remove that 12-week plan, (laughs) remove the calories burned number and the little calorie tracker on your phone, like remove the expectation to run a certain number of miles or all that crap and just make time to move every day. Sit on your bedroom floor and stretch if that's all you got. Find a yoga video on YouTube, like go for a freaking walk outside. Just take the pressure off, make it all about you, not some stressful routine that you feel like you can't keep up with. What do you feel your body needs today? And that's what I do. Like I work out five to six days a week in the morning and I check in and I see what my body needs. Close my eyes. I take a deep breath and I just really connect with my body and figure out how it wants to move today. Some days I'm feeling a little anxious, a little anxiety in the morning. I got a lot going on on those days. I know I got to run. I got to run and move fast. I got to break a sweat. I got to do some hit workouts. I got to sprint. I know that I need to get that energy moving through my body. Other days I'm feeling really strong and I'm feeling super focused. And on those days I want to lift weights and I do it in my bedroom with a beach body on demand video. And I have, you know, some dumbbells that I use or some um, bands. 
some days the kids were in my bed all night and I didn't sleep and I feel tired or I feel in a funk or I feel, you know, I have my period or whatever. And on those days I do yoga or the days where it's really, you know, tough and I can't get, get more out of me. Like I just lay on the floor for 20 minutes with calming music and I just stretch and it doesn't have to be this big production friends. Like if you can't get to the gym in this season, you can't get, you know, to this bar class in this season in your life or Pilates or whatever. It doesn't mean you have to scrap moving all together, like just move. And when you have the mornings managed and you've fixed the glitches, you're going to have time to move. So what can you do? Like as your kids start back in school, what can you commit to twice a week, three times a week, five times a week, anything, but just make a commitment and move. And then finally, you want to nourish your relationships with other adults, with your partner, with your sisters, your girlfriends. I mean, isolation is so detrimental to our health. And I know, I know sometimes it feels like too much effort to schedule a coffee date or like you don't have time to meet a friend or plan a lunch date. You think everyone else's schedule is packed, right? You don't want to bother them either, but you've got to get past that. You've got to make time. Even if it's once a month, you've got to make time to nourish your soul in connection with the people you love, people who see you, people who can encourage you, who are walking a similar journey as you, people who can relate to you. As friends, we're not created to do life alone. And we're certainly not created to do motherhood alone. I mean, give me a break. It's too much. It's too complex. It's too demanding. And it can be all consuming if we let it, right? But we're not just moms. We're whole human beings. We're grown women. We need our own friendships with other adults. So send that text today. Ask your friend her availability for coffee. Like kill two birds with one stone. Ask her to join you for a walk. But get something on the calendar to spend some quality time with a friend and give yourself some grace in this journey. It's going to take time. It's going to take time to get the mornings to flow more smoothly. It's going to take time to get yourself organized, to prep in advance. It's going to take time to fix the glitches. Uh, But hey, one glitch fixed, that's a big win. Like one morning workout, that's great progress. So celebrate, celebrate those small victories along the way. Don't get discouraged by one rough morning. (laughs) Tell yourself now, there are going to be rough mornings. It's okay. And if we have a rough morning, we'll get through it and tomorrow will be better. You might even already have a lot of this in place. And it's just about being intentional and mindful about making a couple small tweaks in this new school year. And that could have a really big impact on your family. Like that's amazing. But wherever you are on this morning journey, I promise you, you're already doing so much better than you think. If you love Mommy's Polygraph, leave a review. If you enjoyed this episode, it would be so awesome if you could take a moment to subscribe and rate the podcast. And if you have just a few more seconds to leave a quick review, they really help to get this podcast out to other moms like you. I read every last review and trust me, when it's late at night or early in the morning before my kids get up and I'm working on bringing you all of this content, your reviews are what keep me going. Leaving a review is truly the best way you can thank me. And of course, DM me on Instagram at themotherhood.podcast. I love to hear from you.
Thanks for listening to another episode of the Motherhood Podcast. Head over to the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at michellegrosser.com where you'll find free resources, information on how to join and participate in the Motherhood Village, and more ways to connect with me. If you love the show, share it with a friend. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you next time.